Richard Albert and Fiona Bass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio making his monthly appearance on the program. It's his monthly appearance. He's a contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball and a native of Mississippi, current resident of Chicago, but a native of Mississippi is Dane Perry. Dane Perry is the guest in what follows. And with all of the charm of a mall kiosk employee, Dane Perry reflects on his experience of the world. And, of course, every one of Dane Perry's appearances on the program is accompanied by a disclaimer. The disclaimer goes as follows. If you've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in the electronic pages of Fangraphs.com, do not continue. Do not continue. What you will find here is just a waste of your time and also of your spirit. It is a waste of your time and your spirit. Uh, instead, consider uh, Dave Cameron's, that's managing editor Dave Cameron's, one of his weekly appearances in the program, or alternatively, one of lead prospect analyst Eric Longenhagen's fortnightly appearances, or the prolific Travis Sochik, uh, the prolific Travis Sochik, one of his fortnightly appearances. Those are all great programs. No, instead, uh, what you find here is garbage. It is a garbage. It's an amusing sort of garbage, but it is garbage. It is a trinket. It is an emotional bauble. It is a spiritual trifle. But anyway, let's get to it. It is a conversation that we've recorded, after all. What is it? It is Fangraphs Audio. Who does the feature? Contributor to CBSSports.com. I am baseball. Dane Perry. And when does it begin? Right now. I can hear, hear my, my voice. voice. I don't know. And I, don't, uh, I want to be held to the same awful standards as our, our listeners, listeners who have to hear my voice as well. All right. Is Ooh. that better? That's better, yeah. Hey, was it is it difficult for you to meet right now? Um, what are your personal heroes? Jefferson Beauregard Sessions is testifying <laughs> in front of the Senate Intelligence Committee. <laughs> I, son, do you speak of Jefferson Beauregard Sessions? I declare. <laughs> Do you think that if if everyone in that room closed their eyes and uh-huh. out walked Jefferson Beauregard Sessions and and in walked the voice actor for Foghorn Leghorn, would there be any substantive difference? No, no, no. That's the point. Yeah, I will say. Uh, would will you declare? I, I, I declare, son. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Sessions' voice is a little disappointing in light of, you know, what you would expect from a man of accomplishment named Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. It needs yeah. a little more, a little more baritone. No. I ex- Oh, you know what? I did some reading uh, accidentally. Accidental reading. Yeah. Well, it was just Doc like Tumblr. I always go to. Uh, it's just dumb internet. Reading, mm-hmm. like I'll pick up my phone and I say, "Okay, I'm going to check the weather for tomorrow." Mm-hmm. And then this is literally the case. What happened last night? Forty-five minutes later, I'm doing a deep dive on the Hatfield-McCoy rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> that was disappointing, but good, good. I've become good Kentucky people. I've been, well, in fact, they lived across from each other, the Hatfields and the McCoys. One lived on the uh, the the um, 
the Kentucky side, the others lived on the West Virginia side. Oh, a border war. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it was a border Yeah, right along the they were all. Oh, they were all right-wise Kentuckians. <laughs> no, there were some West Virginians. For some reason, I decided that uh, the Hadfields, <laughs> I, that I sided with them. Okay. But, That's fair. Uh, but, uh, because they were led by... Now, were they the right-wise Kentuckians or the... They're the, no, Virginians. they're the West, the West okay. Virginians. Right. So here are so here are just here's just a a dose of names of these people. The head, the head of the Hatfields family. Now these are these are not necessarily their birth names, but this is the names by uh, by which they were known. Mm-hmm. The the head, the paterfamilias of the Hatfield <laughs> clan. His name was Devil Ants. <laughs> I f*** with you not, Dane Barry. D-E-V-I-L space A-N-S-E. Devil ants. And all throughout the Wikipedia entry for Hatfield McCoy, you'll see references to devil ants. Now, not to be outdone, allow me to introduce you to the, to the patriarch of the McCoy family. Given name Randolph. However, he would not go by Randolph. Randolph. He went by, and I'm not with your head right now, Dane Perry. Mm-hmm. He went by Ol Rannell, which is O-L-E yeah. space R-A-N apostrophe L. Ol Rannell McCoy. Ol Rannell McCoy. Ol Rannell McCoy. And, uh, that man could shoot a squirrel. And they, I think it saw started... Oh, no way. I didn't even see this. There was, there was another Hatfield named Preacher Ants. Okay. <laughs> Preacher Ants. Mm-hmm. There's a Moe's. There's a Moe's in there somewhere, a Mosey. Yeah, yeah, there's always a Moe's. There's always a Moe's. Mosey Allison or Moe's Allison, I forget how to spell. Uh, he was actually, he was a good, I don't think he's part of the Hatfields or the Moe's. No, Moe's I don't. <laughs> I think he had very little to do with that. Jaunts. There's a Jaunts. Jaunts. Which... I don't even know which spelling is more peculiar. Is it Johns, J-O-H-N-S-E, which is the name John with S-E explicably added to the end, like the suffix for a question in, in the Latin language, or it's J-O-N-C-E, which is also just stupid. I, I'm and, uh, gonna, I, I prefer to think of it as J-A-U-N-C-E. <laughs> John. Well, let me ask you this: Was there a half-wit nephew named Traveler's Lantern McCoy? <laughs> I don't think anyone was named Lantern. Okay. Although, do you think the word vigilante justice does show up? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that term was coined out of this fracas. Uh, here's just a sample sentence from the entry: The McCoy brothers were killed by the Hatfields' vigilante justice in turn. Being tied to pawpaw bushes, where each was shot numerous times with a total of 50 shots fired. Their bodies were described as, and I quote, bullet riddled. <laughs> and that followed me to a link for pawpaw bushes. Are you familiar with the pawpaw bush? I am. There's some sort of stupid childhood song with that pawpaw bush. Yeah. yeah. I believe it's known as a prairie banana. <laughs> Enough of that talk. <laughs> not, not, you, let's, let us not indulge in such talk while Jefferson Beauregard sessions. <laughs> Jefferson Beauregard sessions. <laughs> let's, remember, you know, let's you make him blush. <laughs> I 
I was conceived under one pawpaw bush, and I was I merged into this world under a different pawpaw bush. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you know what I was reading about recently too, Dane. But beyond the Hatfields uh-huh. and the McCoys, beyond mm-hmm. beyond dedicating my time to right wise reading mm-hmm. um, in literature of the cyclopedic ver- variety, right. I I have also become acquainted recently. Well, first, Japanese knotweed. Are you familiar with Japanese knotweed? Nope. This is an invasive species that it grows. Um, and until my neighbor pointed out to me, I'd never noticed it. But it's everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's not unlike it's. It's similar to kudzu. Are you familiar with kudzu? Yeah, uh, which I on. believe covers large swaths of of the South. I'm from Mississippi, dude. I'm very familiar with kudzu. So tell me about your experiences with kudzu. What do you know about kudzu? Uh ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. Green. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we when we would drive to my grandmother's and for the summer, um, grandparents, I should say, don't want to carve out grandpa from that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, include grandpa, please. Yeah, I actually called him Papa, but you know, whatever. Um, Alabama, as you get into northern Alabama, is pretty well covered with it, and I used to want to get out and play in it. And and what was your Parents' reaction to that. And in an effort to get me to stop with my entreaties, my father told mm-hmm. me that Bigfoot had been spotted <laughs> in these here woods. Uh. So this uh, kind of <laughs> that put a stop to my designs on playing in the kudzu. I certainly one of I, – I don't expect fatherhood to be all that great. But I do, mm-hmm. I do, I do look forward to the moments when I can lie to my children, and invent myths from whole cloth that they will believe without reserve. See, this is, and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This flows back to. Uh, have you ever? You may be too young to recall these, but the uh, In Search of shows hosted by Leonard Nimoy. Oh yeah, vaguely maybe yeah. Okay. Um. I've got to give you the setup because it's, you know, it's reasonable. Yeah, don't um, worry. I, we don't have a lot of content to fill up the rest yeah. of the program. So. <laughs> no, we <laughs> could, don't. It could be all set no, up we if, don't. You, if you prefer. Uh, I was, this is actually one of my earliest memories that I can recall. I was probably like five or six. And my mother was, you know, out of the house doing something. My father was working on the car. Uh, and I was watching the television color television. Curtis Mathis in a cabinet. Okay. Uh, and this show was on in search of, and it was an episode on Bigfoot. And I got horrified. And yeah. came outside and informed my father that I was horrified by this Bigfoot show. <laughs> and was Bigfoot real? Yeah. And the answer was, he might be, but he's not coming around here. <laughs> However, I do believe my father filed this away. Note, youngest child is scared of Bigfoot. Yeah. And used it used judiciously. a few years later to dissuade me from playing in the kudzu. That's masterly uh, parenting. It's pretty good. You know, I have actually right here to my left um, yeah. a book that I will sometimes, when I have a moment, sometimes I, which I have a peek, Heading Home with Your Newborn from Birth to Reality. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, but it, there's nothing in there that says some. It, it, there's no list of 
potential lies you might tell your child to keep right. them out of the kudzu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someday your child might yeah. want to wade into the kudzu. But yeah. I, so, but anyways, this this uh, myths baby uh, myths. I gotta write down myths here. Myths. But it's but apparently this kudzu is all over the. Uh, well, it's all over the south. I think it was first introduced. I could be wrong, but I believe it was first introduced as was Japanese knotweed uh, around the around the Dust Bowl era. All right. Uh, because it does grow. In even quite you know in, even in the poorest of soils, sure. Uh, the idea was to be able to feed livestock, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it might be used. I don't know if kudzu is used that way. I believe Japanese knotweed is is used to feed cattle in Japan. Uh, however, left um, and so so even the I don't know like you know the Corps of Engineers or whatever they I think they distributed it liberally. Uh huh. Um, in the uh, in the, the Middle West and the Plains, okay. or you know maybe the South, and uh, Ooh, yeah, boy, you better get to the point of this story. Well, it's just everywhere is my point, but okay. it's terrifying because the roots will the roots will get up to ten feet deep, Dane Perry. There's yeah. no rescuing you, yourself once you have mm-hmm. the knotweed in your yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seems something about it seems so severe to me. The this prospect. Now you mentioned. Hey, you gotta get a backhoe, get that stuff out. <laughs> you mentioned uh, in search of. Uh, I had I had a, uh, similar episodes as your your Bigfoot uh, trouble there. I had sim- <laughs> Bigfoot trouble. Your Bigfoot trouble. I had a number Hashtag. of uh, similar situations with uh, uh, unsolved mysteries hosted by Robert Stack. Okay. Yeah, Bob Stack, Bobby Stacks. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Stacks. Uh, so called mm-hmm. not only uh, because that was his father's surname, mm-hmm. uh, but also because he had so much money. Yeah. That's why they called him Bobby Stacks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, he didn't mm-hmm. deal with checks. Just give him a stack of cash for, for services account. rendered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and if you were around Bobby Stacks, you'd be rendering some services. <laughs> oh man, mm-hmm. that that some bitch could run a backhoe. I tell you that. <laughs> There's no Japanese knotweed in Robert Stack's yard, okay? Uh-uh, uh-uh. 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 Yeah. And I'll tell you what. No Bigfoot either. The Kentucky bluegrass germinated a little bit quicker when it was uh, laying down in Robert Stack's <laughs> That's right. backyard. That's right. He beat Bigfoot's <laughs> ass, too. <laughs> no, he had some terrifying ones, though. It would be sort of like, you know, it would be like, here's a killer, and he's probably in your neighborhood, was basically the sentiment mm-hmm. behind all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And then my mom would say something like, uh, go outside and get the dog. And I'd be terrified. <laughs> go outside and get the dog. Yeah. You know, I don't uh, – things – there are certain acts that seem perfectly normal when one is a child because he or she knows uh, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And yet uh, when one becomes an adult, <laughs> peering back on those, yeah. uh, they don't seem quite right. For example, I just honestly just realized right now – this dog that we got from the shelter, a dog named Cricket, uh-huh. uh, a, a very companion, uh, companionable black lab, mm-hmm. we would just let like we would right. just let the dog out, right? Yeah, like and it would just run around the neighborhood at all hours, right? Yeah, but I would never, and not be. I'm not. And I'm not saying it's because I uh, possess the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that. Uh, that I would be like I would I would just feel ashamed to, to do that and, and no one I know does anything like that. This is what we did with our children too back then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I kind of support that though. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Is there any place for playing in the street for for young Wyatt? Any place? What do you mean? Yeah, is there any uh, any room for pl- going to play out in the street for Wyatt? That's a busy street. So. It's a busy street. Yeah. Well, he lives in the city. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. City kid. <sighs> what about baby Jessica? Did that terrify you? Have we spoken about baby Jessica previously? <laughs> have we? No. We Have we never talked about baby Jessica? No. A profound early memory in my life. I remember... Like sitting at the top of the stairs with my parents watching because it was one of the first like cable news. Is this the one that fell down a well or what? Was yeah, it? she fell down a well. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it. I remember thinking, are there, wait, are there just wells everywhere for children like myself to <laughs> down which we plummet? You gotta watch you know? those wells, man. Yeah, that was in Texas. It was an uncapped Big, well. Bigfoot digs those wells, hoping kids will fall in <laughs> that way he can trap his food. But I remember following up on that years later, and you know, everyone, everyone's life turned out badly because of it. Mm-hmm. Actually, baby Jessica is the least. She she grew up to be an adult Jessica. She didn't stay a baby the whole time. Yeah, it happens. Uh, and I think that maybe she had some physical effects, but I think she had grown up to be okay. But the guy, like the guy who emerged with her, mm-hmm. was a hero. Right. A a widely celebrated hero yeah. for, you know. Uh, a month and then a kind of a hero for like another year after that but he grew uh, addicted to the attention and then when it faded away he had no uh you know no reasonable conception of himself sure and i believe he uh well he uh did himself in okay yeah yeah all right yeah it's a good story yeah 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 <laughs> so there you go uh Let's. Uh, Jessica, I'd like to do some. Hope Jessica feels guilty about that. No, I hope she doesn't. I hope she's. Hope she's fine. I'd like to. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Uh, yeah. You ever thought about? Uh, you got a child on the way, correct? That's yeah, about a month, month and a half. Okay. Now. Yeah. Have you thought about now that it's drawing closer, throwing your wife a curveball, and becoming a radical Muslim cleric? <laughs> Just keep her on her toes. <laughs> We did, uh, I don't know if I've relayed before that uh, uh, my parents divorced, but uh, I'm still, you know, <laughs> <with> them. <laughs> they're both, uh, they're both quite, they're both conservative folks. Okay. And uh, we did, uh, uh, my wife and I, we did uh, throw back and forth the idea of naming the child Muhammad <laughs> just, just as a way to annoy them. Muhammad Isis Sistuli? <laughs> well, no, I mean... Muhammad Hillary Clinton's sisterly. <laughs> I did. Uh, we recently had the baby shower, and uh, and I was, I guess, compelled to give uh, a bit to say some words of thanks, you know, to the host. <laughs> and uh, my dad was there. I and I said, uh, you know, it's great to see everyone here. I would trust all of you. As my dad uh, is frequently uh, is he's prone to do. He quoting from the work by Hillary Clinton. He said it. You know, it takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> And uh, it's fun putting words in other people's mouths. Has you ever referred to her as Killery because she killed Vince Foster? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, all right. Just, just. She, I guess, uh, I guess my Facebook feed is a little different from yours. <laughs> no. Uh. Well, I, I don't, I don't, uh, we don't, I don't look at his Facebook posts, mm-hmm. which I think is probably healthy for preserving this sort of relationship. Well, I'm not talking about my parents, is really. I do know that he. Um, I do know that he would often say Hillary for jail or Hillary for prison. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Uh, I'm sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, I forget. I believe Kurt Schilling called for her to be buried under a jail. Oh, really? Yeah, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) What is exactly? What is your role? What is your role in uh, Alex Jones' uh, radio program, Infowars? Are you? I'm Sergeant in Arms. Just trying to. I just. I had forgotten exactly what your role was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I lived in uh, Texas at the time when he was much less famous, mm-hmm. and was uh, uh, still still a bit detached from the actual goings on in the world, but uh, mm-hmm. more of a almost like a ham radio figure, right? In, uh, in and around Austin, and now he's. Uh, He's part of the national conversation. <laughs> I was actually surprised. Yeah, I did see that. It, Our that very it stupid national conversation. <laughs> Worst <laughs> national conversation ever. Yeah, I don't know. Does but the, is it? Uh, I don't know. I uh, there is a, uh, I guess a part of me, uh-huh. uh, part of me that doesn't bother to do any research on. <laughs> Uh, on this point, uh, that that feels as though the situation, uh, the t- the present always seems like uh, the worst, um, like it's uh, furthest. You know that it's uh, um, that people are dumber than they ever have been, and making poorer decisions than they ever have. Uh, I think that's uh, they're not they're not a great number of benefits to being older, but I think one of them is. Uh, you can keep yourself from freaking out about, you know, mm-hmm. current events. Because, oh, yeah, this reminds me of when things were just as ridiculous. Just as so, ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Also, reading, I think, would fulfill much the same yeah, um, sure. role. Yeah. Because then, then you could actually, you could read about times from before you were born, Dane. That's an amazing concept. Mm-hmm. Allow me to, uh, allow me to bring us to the part of the show where I, where I read... A sentence from the Wikipedia entry for the Hatfield McCoy okay. feud. All right, about time for something like that. I think we were dragging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, just this, just one, just uh, what chosen almost at random. Okay. This one, his children, unprepared for the elements, suffered frostbite. <laughs> yeah. All right, I take the uh, the conflagration uh, extended into the winter months. And okay. Perhaps, perhaps his children were, perhaps their shanty was destroyed. Yeah, I don't. I, were, yeah. They, were these were these poor folk, or was this a uh, was this a landed gentry feud? I don't. I think that they were like simultaneously poor and also in charge of everything. Okay. Which I think is. <laughs> I think it might be possible in this region. Um, they did a lot of bad stuff, though. Yeah. Simultaneously poor and charted everything. That's a so, re- that's a reasonable bumper sticker. <laughs> so there was there was a situation. So there was Rosiana, Rosanna, or Rosiana uh-huh. McCoy. She began she began a relationship with Devil Ants Hatfield's son, <laughs> well, Johns. Yeah, ain't nobody passing up that tale. No, and then. So, so this is across the, uh, you know, we have the Capulets and the whatever. And uh, 
so they were reaching they were they were uh, forbidden love is what we have here. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Hatfield, the, the Hatfield, the male Hatfield impregnated her. Sure. That's what happens. Uh she was taken back by her family. Then the Hatfield party surrounded the McCoys and took John. Oh, so was he. He was snatched away too. John's. Yeah. The Hatfield party surrounded the McCoys and took John's back to West Virginia okay. before he could be transported the next day to the county seat in Pikeville. Whoa, yeah. Despite what was seen as betrayal of her family on his behalf, John's Hatfield thereafter abandoned the pregnant Rosanna. The the because you know she she was from the other family, so he abandoned her. But then he. The, then he took up a relationship with her cousin Nancy McCoy. <laughs> so he's like, I gotta get more of that McCoy. <laughs> These people. Uh, well, now what was the was this a uh, was the were the origins of this feud something about property lines? Well, I think bootlegging might okay. have been part of it. Um, and then you know, yeah, at one point that someone killed another one on the other one, and then I think like. One of them might have been Confederate. Actually, both families were almost thoroughly Confederate, but one family had a guy who fought for the Union. And when he came back from the Union, the other family tried to kill him. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> and what? his own family, who were Confederates, they then they got revenge. Well, I guess the other Confederate. I don't know. I, they live in non-secessionist states. So they don't really have a lot to complain about. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know. What, what do you want me to do about it? You want to talk? You get to talk reason to the Hatfields and the McCoys? Yeah, I am. And guess what? They were all Scottish. Oh, man, jerks! Not as bad well, maybe they weren't all Scottish. I don't know. What am I? What do I know? Yeah, true. Yeah. Here's a question. No, 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 no. What's the difference between Mississippi and Alabama? If you were to articulate that to someone, someone says, "Yeah, they're all the same." Do you have a Do you have a reply for that? Uh, Mississippi is more culturally rich, produced a lot more <laughs> important musicians and writers. Uh, our high school football on a per capita basis is much better. We're f- generally have fewer <laughs> heads than Alabama does. And, uh, I would say in almost every way, Mississippi is superior to the miserable state of Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Now, if I were to ask someone from Alabama how the two states were different, what would uh, his or her Reply B. Cheecho, cheecho, roll tide. <laughs> That's what they'd say. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and that's the governor. That's, yeah. 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 There um, was a, uh, I may have shared this uh, memory. Uh, well, on the podcast before, but there was a, uh, you can stop me if I have. I mean, I'll continue, but you can try to stop me. Yeah. Um, as you drove into the, uh, cross the border, uh, in South Mississippi and South Alabama, it was, uh, welcome to Alabama. And at once point of time, may still be their sort of license plate slogan was Alabama the beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the sign said, welcome to Alabama. And it looked like, you know, it said, welcome to Alabama the beautiful. Guy Hunt governor. Yeah. And the way it was spaced, it looked like welcome to Alabama. The beautiful guy hunt governor. <laughs> and, uh, the beautiful guy hunt. <laughs> guy hunt uh, was certain things, but he was not beautiful. 
Uh, is that also is Guy Hunt also a sentence that could be used to describe Guy Hunt? <laughs> yeah, you could point in a deer stand and kind of utter that. And, yeah. Yeah. You probably wouldn't be far off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how would you? Uh, what is the difference? How would you articulate the difference between Mississippi and Arkansas? Uh, what are you doing there, Dane? I'm messing with the, the pen. pen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Arkansas, you know, they, they can't do much right. Um, <laughs> we'll just pretty much compete with Mississippi for being, you know, first obesity, last in literacy. <laughs> Better than Alabama, but that's not a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I uh, recently, Eric Longenagin, who's the lead prospect analyst for Fangraphs.com, did you say lead he, prospect analyst? Yeah, lead prospect analyst for fangraphs.com. Did you really say lead? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say lead? I, I would not say lead. Have, have I said lead? What a <laughs> All right. He was recently in Fayetteville. Okay. For the Fayetteville Regional. That's, uh, that's up in the uh, – see, that's not a bad part of the state up there in the Ozarks. Yeah, okay. The northwest part of Arkansas. Yeah. Have you been there? I have. Okay. Yeah, it's too late. Been on a camping trip. Been on a camping trip up in Ozarks. He, uh... He... And lake trout. (laughs) Woo, them lake trout. Good eating. Now, what? anyway, what about Eric? What about the lead prospect analyst? He... I think he enjoyed himself. Good. I mean, it's a, you know, university town. I mean, that's, yeah, right. you know, yeah. it's a trash university, but it's still a university town. But, oh. Yeah. You okay? I'm fine. What? What are you, what are you moving around? You're moving around, Dan. Goddamn bored and free. I'm moving around if I want to. <laughs> the, uh, you've been doing some work recently, Dan. Have I? Yeah. Well, I think that you had to delay this because you were, uh. Ooh, gonna, oh yeah, kick back on the couch here. Finish, what are you doing, Dan? Why? Finish the conversation about now 20 minutes. CBS, CBS, what is they have you doing um, crack draft coverage? Is that the idea? I mean, we all contribute. Okay. God's own Mike Exisa did the heavy lifting, but uh, you know we all we all contributed. I accidentally thing or two, thing or two. Watched a video featuring you yesterday because I I googled into the machine. Uh-huh. I said uh, you know uh, first round draft tracker or something. Yeah. And uh, I guess the link on which I clicked was the CBS Draft Tracker. Yep, sounds about and there right. There was a, uh, there was a, what's a sort of video that begins playing immediately? Uh, call that. You know, it's what do you want me to say here? It's a video. It's a video that begins playing immediately uh-huh. when you when you go to a website. Uh-huh. Anyway, you were the person in the video. That's correct. Yes, and you were talking about Royce Lewis. Uh huh. Is he a person? Yes. Yeah. He was the first overall pick. That's true. Wow. Confirmed. <laughs> what did you – how do you know anything about Royce Lewis and why ought why ought viewers um, rely on your information? Well, they should oh. they should you know, watch the video uh, for, the, mm-hmm. for the ad roll that's on there so we can get the advertiser revenue and I can stay employed. That's why they should watch that video. That's the main reason? Yep. What's the benefit for someone who's watching it? Uh, see my face, 
Okay. See my Van Dyke beard that I'm growing? In honor yeah, of, I did notice there was something happening. Yeah, I, you know what? Uh, you, my wife doesn't love it, but uh, as I told her, you know, I, you know, Powers Booth has crossed over, and I'm growing this beard. Okay. Yeah. Who, who's Powers Booth? The f*** out of here. What do you mean, who's Powers Booth? <laughs> who's Powers Booth? Goddamn man. Take pick it into your little Alta Vista. Yeah, all right. And educate yourself on who God's own powers booth is. Okay. <laughs> Finest American actor who recently passed away. Oh yes, yeah. Well, yeah. oh, I've seen him recently. Hmm. Yeah. Where have I seen him recently? <clears throat> oh, he was in Deadwood. That's for sure. There were a uh, yeah. There he is. Yeah. Couple of roles where he uh, uh, brandished an immaculate Van Dyke beard. And he did, huh? I am now honoring him for the rest of my days. <laughs> Powers Booth was the greatest, Sestouli. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you think you'll become a, a, a notable character actor in your later years? Nope. No? Nope. Powers oh. Booth and Tombstone. Look at that beautiful beard. Look at that gorgeous Van Dyke beard. Well, that's not quite a Van Dyke, but it's close. Yeah. Oh. He should he should not be dead. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> I object to his death. That's what I was thinking today. One of the advantages of having a kid is you know that at least one person will attend your funeral. Do we know that? Well, you can't guarantee it, I suppose, but right. it, it increases the probability that at least one person will attend your funeral. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I'm buying to that story. No? No. You don't think your son will attend your funeral? No, I think he will, but I'm saying it's not necessarily guaranteed. I'm not saying guaranteed. I'm saying increase the probability. You said guaranteed, first thing. Did I say? Well, all right. I'm amending the statement. Yeah, well, you want to amend, you better go on Capitol Hill to Jefferson Sessions. (laughs) Ask him if you can amend. (laughs) I serve at his pleasure. A counselor general. Jefferson Borg Sessions. Oh, here's another... uh, um, here's another. You know, uh, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions scored three touchdowns in the Sugar Bowl, <laughs> and he wasn't even on either team. That's nah, I declare. <laughs> Lord Almighty. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. Uh, All right. Let's wrap this up. Excerpt from the Hatfield McCoy. Okay. Uh, Wikipedia entry. A group of Confederate guerrillas took credit for the killing. <laughs> What's the spelling on guerrilla? Uh, like a, like a, you know, like a, uh, like a, a loose militia. Okay. You know, I was kind of hoping it was some, uh, <laughs> some free roaming apes that believed in states' rights. A group of Confederate guerrillas took credit for the killing, and his wife's pension application states that he was quote unquote. Killed by rebels. <laughs> Capital R. Capital R. That's a yeah. good. Uh, that's a good pension application. <laughs> Killed by rebels. Also a strong epitaph. Yeah, that is. I'm gonna put that on there, regardless of regardless <laughs> of the truth of it. Do you do you have any uh, interest in a noble death, Dane, or or do you want to go out whimpering? <laughs> I would. Uh, 
I mean, I don't, I don't want to ponder my demise and come to terms with it and all that nonsense, you know? What, what do you mean? You don't? Like, I don't want, I don't want, like, oh, oh, the, you know, he had nine months of, of lingering illness to, you know, spend time with oh, his family and set his affairs and repair order, relationships. I want to be instantly obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to die? Uh, would you like to die being hit by a meteorite? That would, that would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fine. Yeah. I would like to be shot in the temple just before a boulder falls on me. <laughs> why? Why? That seems gratuitous. <laughs> it does, but I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Oh, all right. Yeah. I guess it depends where the boulder's coming from. I have, do you ever think about that when you're on the highway and you see signs for falling boulders or rocks? Yes. And yeah. then your thought is just like, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, well, well should I just what? should I swerve off the embankment here if I <laughs> if I see something developing? There's no the point is they don't, there's no game plan that they present. Yeah. There's no there's no in case of falling boulders. It's just it's just well, yeah. R.I.P. Bro, sucks to be <laughs> you. Yeah, one percent probability that this yeah. is how it's going to end. <laughs> you know, we we were visiting. Uh, <clears throat> Cal and I, a couple of years ago, were visiting some folks with whom she had stayed a couple of years before that in the Pyrenees. Okay. Uh, stop me if you've heard this one, Dane. Probably. Anyway, this is this is these were real. These were like young, educated folks, and uh, she was working for like she was some sort of working. To, they, they'd wanted to move out to, to a more uh, sparsely populated area, though, and it was yeah. very beautiful. And uh, the this little town is very little town in the mountains. They had like a they had a Hawaii, they had a, a Hawaii night while we were there. Hawaii so we night. To, yes, there was a Hawaii themed. Um, uh, it was a Hawaii themed dinner. Sounds kind of loosely terrible. Hawaii themed. There was like a punch. It was mostly punch. Okay. Was it? And then maybe some. <laughs> was it a, a fruity tropical punch? Yeah, it was a tropical punch with um, okay. liquor in it. All right. And then uh, maybe some games for the children and some uh, lays, some lays. But I was talking with our host, um, the 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 father, the the husband, and uh, mm-hmm. they were not too much older than us. And he said, "Do you see? Do you see that guy over there?" Um, and I said, "Yeah, sure." And he said, "Well, <clears throat> interesting about that guy is uh, one night a few years ago, say five years ago, he left this very bar, very drunk, <laughs> and uh, was going home." And he drove off of the side of a mountain. Okay. Thousands of feet into a crevasse or ravine or whatever. And he was trapped in his car for days. He was rescued and uh, rehabilitated. And that's that's the story of this guy's life. And then um, – uh, but, of course, Sergei Eisenstein, great filmmaker Sergei, Sergei Eisenstein, uh-huh. teaches that uh, no shot occurs in a vacuum. It's always informed by the one right before it and right after it. And the shot from the from our point of view, the right before and after, is that on either side of the story, we observe this man drinking heavily and then uh, afterwards preparing to drive home. Yeah. So – that's just how that's how he was conducting his affairs. You know, I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. He would not be cowed by the threat of uh, drunkenly driving into off a mountain again. You don't see me judging. No, I don't see you judging. No. 
Um, I do see you having. I do see you holding opinions about judges. Yeah, I do. I do. And I know that I. I saw your uh, note on Facebook about how you were deeply disappointed about the Ninth Circuit uh, appeals court decision yesterday <laughs> uh, to uphold the repeal of the the uh, Trump trap. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh. And, you, and then was it? I must I must have missed that. I don't know. So I, I think you're, I got a you're a killery somewhere in there anyway. Yeah, I did. Cl- I did do hashtag killery. What are you clicking on there again, Dane? You're loudly clicking on something. No, I was looking at the internet. The mic. What are you looking for? I don't even remember. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you? If you could stop it, Dane. It's it's. it's you know what? I'm uh, I'm not here to accommodate you. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. here to power through this, and if I need to look at, you know, if I need to navigate between browser tabs. Okay. If I need to look at the cast of Tombstone, I'll do that. <sighs> yeah. All right. Um, about time to put a bow on this. I've been trying to cr- uh, create a sort of uh, southern name generator in my own head. Uh-huh. And that's part of what draw- drew me to the Hatfield-McCoy um, the Hatfield-McCoy entry here and mm-hmm. learning more about them. Um, we we are, we've already come across Devilance. Devilance. That's not that's not typical. But um, uh, we saw Jaunts. Um, yeah. A brief, a brief, um, a brief investigation of of the article reveals someone named Perry Perry Klein. Oh. Um, I see a I see a Cap, Cap Hatfield. Cap, yeah. Not Cap is a good. Not Captain. No, not Captain. Just Cap. Cap could have been a Cap. Probably probably not on like Cap Anson, right? Could have been a captain. Could have been a captain. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. What about? What do you think about senator as a first name? <laughs> How do you feel about that? That's not a bad idea. I think it's. I think it's a pretty good name. Senator Bible. <laughs> senator Bible Perry. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that Senator Bible Perry get a feud. <laughs> he feud. With whom or 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 what entity? Whatever. You think so? Postman. You just be there to start feuds. Letter carrier. Do you think? Do you think? Tax man. <laughs> um, in 1886, Jeff McCoy killed a mail carrier named Fred Wolford. <laughs> and the man who went to pursue him for his crime was acting constable Cap Hat- Hatfield. <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you, rednecks will will kill the messenger. <laughs> they will. <laughs> get in the yeah. back. Get in the backwoods. Being a letter carrier is hazardous work. They will kill the messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's out of uh, just sheer uh, ill will, or do you think it's because maybe they're too lazy to go find the, <laughs> okay, of the message? Possibly that, but. Oh, there's a heat is unbearable. They, uh, they, you know, their afflictions are such that they come from on high, and they know they can't reach the source of it. So, might as well, might as well kill the mail, man. <laughs> Would you drive around with a bumper sticker that said "Might as well kill the mailman"? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. What is I, I think threatening to kill a federal employee might have some ramifications. That's probably probably ill advised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, I'd never do such a thing. Yeah. No. I, I, there's a there's a famous song, of course, by uh, Bob Marley. I shot, I shot the mailman. 
I shot the messenger, but I did not shoot. No, I don't think that's how it goes. That's from Maroon Five. <laughs> how about Old Testament Perry? <laughs> Senator Bible. This is my boy's Senator Bible at Old Testament. <laughs> it's my daughter. Now, would you do? My daughter do, Pentateuch. <laughs> if your if your child's name were Old Testament Perry, would you do O L E? Old Testament Perry. It'd be O L apostrophe apostrophe. Old Testy, Old Testy. That'd be his nickname. Old Testy Perry. <sighs> Joshua judges Ruth Perry. Mm-hmm. Well, now. uh when you, my child, this my child. <laughs> when you become, when you become Maine's most provocative radical Muslim cleric, <laughs> what's going to be your first? To be fair, you don't have to go very far. <laughs> what's going to be the gist of your first sermon? Will you, will you will you issue a fatwa against NFL mock drafts? <laughs> Do you think that the reason some people? Don't care for Muslims because they have because you have to pronounce the word fatwa. Boy, that was a loaded question. Yeah, <laughs> is that is that why, Dane? It's not a uh, now leaving aside the meaning. Jihad yeah. is a pretty good word. Yeah, fatwa is not. Fatwa is not. That's a okay. trash word. Okay, all right. Fatwa. <laughs> Jihad could be, again, right, d- d- divorced from its meaning. It right. could be a good team name. <laughs> I mean, I'm generally against collective noun team nicknames, yeah. but that uh-huh. would be all right. The, spring, the Springfield Jihad. You could get you could get some you could get some fake news play by spreading the rumor that there would be a minor league team named the Jihad. <laughs> That's right. You you could get some uncles going on Facebook. (laughs) Uncles will comment. (laughs) There will. That's right. uh, Paul Thomas Anderson has got a sequel to his film with uh, noted actor um, Daniel uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, There will be blood, of course. It's based on another uh, Upton Sinclair novel. Hey, 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 hey. And it's called it's called There Will Be Uncles. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. There will be uncles. <laughs> the the gathering of uncles. <laughs> right. And it's about it's a it's about the uh, the time in our history when when Hillary Clinton was was not charged with Benghazi and crimes for Benghazi. There will be uncles. <laughs> uncles assemble. <laughs> uncles united, you you. This one last job, and then we're out for good. <laughs> That's true. The the sort of the platonic uncle is a little bit. Hey, oh, maybe, maybe she sees Bigfoot, jerk. You know what she does? See, she sees the, ma- the she sees the mail carrier. <laughs> She'll oh. not abide. She'll not abide it. She's looking, and she's looking at me in a. She's looking at me. Like, why? This is how my dog frequently looks at me. Like, why are you doing anything? You're just about letting this, this happen. <laughs> she wants to kill the messenger. Hey, we go to bed. We go to your bed. We go to your bed. We go to your bed. Well, you go to your bed. I would agree to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I'll go to my bed. <laughs> yes, yes. You don't even have to give me any sort of treat. <laughs> this is a serious offer. 
Hey, Dane, I got a question. Yeah. I'm looking at the Mississippi State flag right now. Okay. I guess I hadn't peered at it for some time. Is it really, uh, is this really it? <laughs> is this not a joke? No, that's it. <laughs> I understand. I understand that I should have known this. Uh, there it is. Right, there it is right there. I sent I sent the list. Is that it for real? That they have the Confederate battle flag in the corner? Is that, that, yeah. that what you're aghast at? Yep, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's huh. it. Okay. Yep. I mean, you know, what 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 kind of country do you live in if you can't honor with your state flag a treasonous defense of slavery? I mean, come on, Sisterly. You only, as Eminem said, you only have one shot. <laughs> and if you that gotta... and if that shot was more than 150 years ago, you put it on your flag. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, and 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 if you have a second shot. Make sure you use it on Dane Perry right before a right before a boulder kills him. <laughs> I am I am obviously not a fan of our state flag, but please mm-hmm. compare it to the Spartan implications of Alabama's state flag. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Alabama. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I think have we discussed this before? That's just. That's just. That's just not allowed. That's what that means, literally. <laughs> not here. You could put any sort of. You, it's, a, it's essentially. Uh, well, you cop. You cop. You. Uh, you remove the white from it, and you could just put that over any sort of person yeah. that you don't want to be in the it's state. It's like the. Uh, it's when you miss an answer on Family Feud. <laughs> That's what the Alabama state flag is. It's a wrong answer on Family Feud. <laughs> Uh, and it just it just says we're going to kill you. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> uh, the Arkansas Arkansas state flag, by comparison, is uh, pretty. Uh, there are some. There do appear to be implications there too, maybe. But it, I think they're a little bit more. Uh, it, I mean, I don't know. It looks like they're it looks like a sports team flag or something. Yeah, right. Looks like they play in the Premiership or something. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, Alabama's I think is the creepiest though. No. No? No, you're blinded by your by your leadership. I I no, no 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 no. I Mississippi has a garbage flag. But something okay. about the something about the just the spare appearance of Alabama is just they're not worried about the flag. They just mm-hmm. hastily put the flag together because they've got to go commit atrocities. <laughs> That's the first order of business. We'll we'll improve the flag later. During uh, during, uh, uh, an election day in Kentucky, the three McCoy brothers fought a drunken Ellison Hatfield and his older brother. (laughs) Ellison was was stabbed 26 times and finished (laughs) off with a gunshot. 26 times. That's not bad. Yeah. That's a lot of times. Yeah. 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 You know, when you stab, you have to pull the knife up. Uh, wait, let me see. Don't you just stab? Like, don't just stab and retract. Stab, oh. stab and drag. It's a stoolie. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Cap Hatfield and Jim Vance led several members of the Hatfield clan to surround the McCoy cabin and open fired on the sleeping family. <laughs> 
This is have, you, have you have you ever opened fire on a sleepy family? <laughs> What's worse, the open fire on a sleepy fa- family or this open fire on a sleepy family? <laughs> they're, just, they're just drowsy. You know, that's uh, I mean, family in, in, indicates the presence of women and children. Oh yeah, I think it did. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's that's. Laws of combat have been thrown out when you open fire on a sleeping family. I think everyone was in was in fair play, and I think yeah, yeah, were... it does appear that uh, <laughs> that uh, everyone was a uh, was <laughs> yeah, was I... an open target. Yeah, they uh, they um, they did it all. Jasper Hatfield shot thirty one McCoy infants. <laughs> According to this entry. Oh yeah? Yeah. He invaded the McCoy family nursery. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shot thirty one McCoy infants. And then he scored three touchdowns <laughs> in the Super Bowl. And he made a play, open field tackle on Jefferson <laughs> Beauregard Sessions to save the Sugar Bowl for Auburn. <laughs> Auburn. Uh, so do, do you have any, uh, do you have any thoughts on the draft, Dane? Do you have any thoughts on that? Nope. I'm not talking baseball with you. Do you have any thoughts on the military draft? <laughs> the, uh, the selective service should do a mock draft each year. <laughs> <laughs> Just see, see where you'd go. If if yeah. if they could still do that, and if we were you know in a war that demanded conscription, if they yeah like you're just like you're like you're a senior in high school yeah, and like a local representative from the <laughs> army comes around, this one number one. If we were at war, you would be in the first wave going to South Korea or North Korea, I should say. Either one, either one. Do you want to do you want to send your best soldiers in the first wave? <laughs> Who said he was the best? Yeah. I don't, yeah, but I don't know. Do you do you want to send the, the first ones, the best the best first? I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My my martial strategy is uh, yeah. not tip top shape. Yeah. At this point. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you like to tell me a way you failed recently, Dane? Have I failed recently? Uh, have I failed recently? I recently uh, had very preliminary discussions about doing another book. And I got excited about it for a day. Mm-hmm. Then, like, after I got off the phone with that conversation, I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. I can't do that again. Yeah. And this is ghostwriting Alex Jones' biography? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even ghostwriting. It's just, you know, with the as told to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That book, the book seemed like a big project. Yeah. They, they suck your life away and... Mm-hmm. You end up hating them. I don't know. I don't understand. Do you, would you have your normal job at the same time? Yeah, yeah. That's. Just, I have no concept of that, of doing all that. It's not good. Yeah. No, it's not good. Uh, Dane, I probably. Uh, I think I last time we spoke, I had not yet had uh, my entire backyard removed. Okay, backhoe. No, you ba- you backhoe it. Well, I didn't backhoe it. I but I did rototill the whole. Oh, thing. you got to backhoe that first. Turn it, well, actually, some, uh, turn you, you get the topsoil up. 
Actually, a couple of landscapers came and they removed it all and regraded it. Okay. And we have not had any leaks in the. Uh, but it's all clay. It's all sloping clay away from the foundation, huh? Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, it's all clay underneath though, and we immediately had an inch of rain over like thirty-six hour period. Mm-hmm. So I just had um, now all the water collected away from the foundation, which is good. All right. But it's uh, it took a lot for the. So I planted grass seed, but that was immediately eroded away. So now I have a patchy yard. Okay. Mm. How do you feel about that? Um, in 1979, the families united for a special <laughs> week taping. This is true. You ready? This is not a lie. In 1979, the families united for a special week's taping of the popular game show Family Feud. Oh, wow. In which they played for a cash prize and a pig, which was kept on stage during the games. <laughs> it's all come full circle. It has. The Family Feud, Alabama State flag, and the Hatfield McCoys win the pig. Who won the pig? Are you uh, – I think the Hatfield beat the McCoys 3-2. Okay. No, McCoys won, won 3-2. Hmm. Are you a big fan of, uh, of Steve Harvey's – uh, family Feud? I haven't watched Family Feud since I was probably 10. Mm-hmm. Richard Dawson. God, yes, that's right. Richard Dawson. Goddamn goat is what he was. <laughs> <laughs> and so his career took a weird turn because he then became a uh, a genetic scientist and then he wrote, and he wrote The Selfish Gene. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and then he became a provocative pop atheist. <laughs> oh, oh god i hope uh, now dane i don't believe in god but if i hope i'm never described not that i would but to be described as a pop atheist is worse <laughs> that's hell on earth dane a pop atheist i love it because it's so dismissive it's such a good term <laughs> and the last thing they want is to be dismissed yeah but it's but uh but I think that there are people who, who like Richard Dawkins, who seems, well, noted atheist. I don't know if pop atheist, if you care for that. But you can just, like, turn to him to say that thing. It's, it does seem as though, in particular men of a certain age, but I'm sure women are capable of this awfulness as well, have just – and let's use um, – because, because I don't think that – I think he's playing a character – but uh, let's. I would like to introduce um, introduce the idea of Skip Bayless to you, right? <laughs> I don't think I cannot possibly imagine that Skip Bayless is like that in person. I have a sense that he's playing a character. Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Okay, but <clears throat> to play such—I mean, he's essentially a heel in wrestling, right? Isn't that what he is? <laughs> right. Yes. But to spend to spend so many hours of your life playing that character seems to me like it would. Even that would be. Um, and who's his? Who's his like counterpart? He had the show with uh, Steve. Oh, I don't know. They're all the same. Stephen yeah. A. Smith and now Stephen it's A. Smith, something yeah. Shannon, whatever Sharp. Shannon Sharp. But this is this is there's not much I respect about Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is uh, getting the exact data here. Um, okay. Yes, I'm looking forward. He, uh, he, okay, on his Twitter, 
which is mm-hmm. essentially a for him a vehicle of self-promotion and trolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has 2.58 million followers. 2.58, okay. Uh-huh. He's churned out five likes. In his entire... Uh-huh. And he okay. follows no one. Oh, okay. Huh. His, uh... That, that ratio for to followers to followed is just... Uh-huh. Well, it's not even a ratio. It's not, it's not zero. <laughs> it's N-A. And it's, yeah. that's just, uh, that, you know, respect. respect. Respect is what I give that. Wait, can you, can you, uh, give us a sense of which, so he doesn't follow anyone. So either he or one of his handlers has come across five tweets, which they deem worthy. I'm guessing he, he liked five responses to his tweets. Okay. That's what I would guess. Can you click, can you click and find out? No, I'm not doing that. Well, let me see. Uh, um, okay. Is it as you suspected? Here's one. All right, five likes. Skip, when King James listens to you, he becomes MVP. If he gets a coach and no dribble, dribble, shoot, he may win a title. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if... That's from a few years ago. That's from 2009. So if... If LeBron James had only listened to Skip Bayless. He would have gotten that championship sooner. Here's one. Been meaning to post some photos from the other day. Here's a shot of Skip Bayless and Patrick McEnroe talking on set. That's the number two. You like that one. <laughs> he doesn't reply during games, especially when he has been proven wrong. I guess that's about Skip Bayless. Somebody tell... Skip Bayless, that Boozer spent the entire game in foul trouble. Okay, now now I'm pretty sure Carlos Boozer hasn't played in this the league. Is the, he liked this in April of 2011. Okay. And here's his last like for March of 2012. So it's been five years. Yeah. Hey, if it worked out the way he wanted every time, that would make him perfect. But face it, no one is. No one is. Yeah. He liked that one. Hey, so. we got to face it. No one is. Yeah. The something that's um, forty three followers, you know, shame on you people. <laughs> something that is uh, ugly about me, uh, Dane, yeah, is that 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 uh, folk wisdom shared by that that fifth voice that you shared. <laughs> yeah. The the what was it? So, so then he'd be perfect, and none of us are. And none of us are. Yeah. yeah. That to me. Against my will, uh-huh. uh, now assumes the same sort of that sort of wisdom assumes the same sort of importance in my head as all of the Aristotle that I've ever read. <laughs> and I don't know if other people suffer from the same thing. I'm assuming they do, but just like where where this this sort of uh, yeah this folk folk wisdom. <laughs> Uh, just it just penet- penetrates the head. Yeah, it's disgusting. Well, it's uh, yeah, you know. Oh boy, I actually clicked on my on one of your own posts. My, no, my feed there, and everybody's just pissed. So no, never mind. <sighs> Stepping away from Twitter. Okay. No. Uh, a brief. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Shit.
<clears throat> a brief uh, passage from Emil Chorin's... Ah, uh, yeah. Papa Emil. Emil Chorin's uh, Inconvenience of Being Born. This is not even a... This is not even a sentence. It's a... <laughs> It's an it's an utterance overheard, um, an existence transfigured by failure. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> the end. Okay. Yeah, I'll just give you. A, yeah, I can live with I'll that. Just give you that one. I can live with that. Okay. I have lived that. Yeah. Yeah. Transfigured. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big right. fan of Tommy Pham. I I think Tommy Pham is a Pretty decent fan of Tommy Pham, isn't that true? I would, I would assume he should be. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did I tell That's you? That's the end of baseball talk. No, 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 no. This is not really baseball talk. This is Tommy Pham talk, though. Okay. Is that uh, yeah. a post came out? I forgot who wrote it for Fangraphs. Uh-huh. Called like uh, Matt Adams shouldn't be playing left field. Right. And one of the first three people to favorite it on Twitter was Tommy Pham himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not a lie. It's Tom, Tommy Pham's official account. I like that. That's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That was that might have been when Mr. Pham was unjustly stowed away at AAA. Well, I feel like pro- probably Matt Adams would have also agreed with that statement, don't you think? Yeah, I almost certainly. Yeah. The uh, I mean, do you remember the Todd Hundley in in left field experiment that I believe? No, I do not. That I believe the Mets undertook. Oh man, it's not. I mean, it's hard to to straight up pity a professional athlete. Yeah. But they pulled it off. He looked like he looked like like an eight year old out there. <laughs> I mean, it was it was embarrassing. Well, he was mostly he was mostly a, a catcher, right? Yeah, yeah, and it, and, it, and a darn good hitter. But okay, yeah, um, yeah, it was it was painful. There, there's probably internet footage of it somewhere. Okay. Tommy Pham hit the ball well. Played. He played. Let's see. Let's look at. Some. Dane's got the Dane's got the report. Can't believe I'm talking baseball here. Sorry. He played 216 innings. In left field. Yeah. In 1998. Mm, that's like thirty games worth, right? And had an eight ninety eight fielding percentage. That's low for outfield. That's not good for outfield. Yeah. No. No. And he was. Uh, let's see here. Although I barely give a damn about defensive metrics. Total zone fielding runs negative twenty five per <laughs> per per twelve hundred innings. So that's prorated okay. here. Yeah, managed a negative five in two hundred sixteen innings. Mm-hmm. My compliments. On the positive side, hit forty one spanks in ninety six. There you go. Yep. Well, good hitter. There that you Todd go. Hundley. Good hitter that Todd Hundley. Palatine, Illinois High School. Didn't know that. Did not know that. How about that? Pa- Papa High School. Pa- Papa Bush. Hmm. No. Palatine High School in, uh, in Illinois. Oh, excuse me. Fremd High School in Palatine. Hmm. These Palatine boys can play ball. Oh, you, yeah. you said it All right, before. all right. It's time. Christ Almighty, it's mm-hmm. time. Okay. 
All right, and uh, last yep. sentence uh, that I will read from the Hatfield-McCoy feud okay. Wikipedia entry. <clears throat> Seven received life imprisonment, while the eighth, Ellison Cottontop Mounts, <laughs> was executed by hanging. <laughs> Thousands attended the hanging in Pikeville. Well, Cotton top. you know. Middle name, Cotton Top. Cotton Top. Cotton mm-hmm. Top. Oh, boy. Book of Exodus, yes. Cotton Top, Hatfield. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Kudzu, Makuta, right. Perry. Yep. All right. Love you, Dane. Yep. Yep, hey, Dane, yep, why don't you stick around for one second? But for the sake yep. of the program, thank you, Captain Doc Perry. Yeah, for some boards off sessions. That's been Dane Perry, contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball. I'm Carson Sestouli, and this has been Fangraphs Audio.